is the only bank devoted exclusively to entrepreneurs. And we're committed to the success of women entrepreneurs and majority women-owned companies across Canada. As a proud partner of the Thrive Podcast, we're here to help you start, grow, or scale your business. Find out more at bdc.ca forward slash women today. Scotiabank is proud to co-present the Thrive Podcast for Women Entrepreneurs. Through the Scotiabank Women Initiative, Scotiabank aims to help advance women-led businesses with access to capital, education, and mentorship. To learn more, visit scotiabankwomeninitiative.com. listening to the Thrive Podcast on the Startup Canada Podcast Network, where we help women entrepreneurs to start and build thriving businesses. On the Thrive Podcast, we connect you with leading experts, entrepreneurs, and organizations that provide capital, mentorship, training, tools, and other support to help you make your vision a reality faster. This podcast is a production of Startup Canada, Canada's entrepreneurship organization, and is presented in partnership with the Business Development Bank of Canada and Scotiabank. I'm your host, Kayla Isabel, Executive Director at Startup Canada. Welcome to the show. We are thrilled to have Permpreet Sumal on our show today. Permpreet is an advisory board member of the Scotiabank Women Initiative. She really recently took on the role of Vice President of Human Resources at Scotiabank. Prior to this new role, she led the performance and inclusion function within global talent with a mandate to build diverse, high-performing teams across the bank. In this role, she worked closely with Scotiabank's executive management to drive the change agenda for a culture of inclusion as the enabler for a high-performance organization. Since joining Scotiabank in 2012, Permpreet has held various positions in human resources with expertise in organizational design, leadership development, performance, human capital analytics, recruitment strategy, and diversity and inclusion. Prior to Scotiabank, Permpreet worked in the financial services industry within retail banking and institutional investment management. She speaks Punjabi and Spanish and holds a Bachelor of Arts in Economics and Financial Management from Wilfrid Laurier University. When not working, Permpreet loves to be outdoors and explore different cities and countries. She is a passionate hiker. Welcome to the show, Permpreet. Thank you so much for having me, Kayla. We are delighted to have you on the Thrive Podcast and and kick off what I'm sure will be a really robust conversation. Uh, So before we dive into all of the various questions I have for you, what are the top pieces of advice that you want women entrepreneurs to take away from our chat today? Yeah, so I would say the, the top piece of advice that I'd really love to leave with everyone is thinking about education as the new currency, especially in this era of disruption. And for women entrepreneurs, I think it's especially fundamental to learn from one another as we help women lead through businesses, um, certainly pivot and adapt and prosper during these challenging times. Mm, fantastic. So can you explain to our listeners, Perm, what the Scotiabank Women Initiative is and how the program might be able to help them? Absolutely. The Scotiabank Women Initiative is a unique program that supports Canadian women 
owned women-led businesses founded on three pillars for business growth. The first one being access to capital. And why is this particularly important in Canada? It's certainly to reverse some of the trends that we're seeing that have been quite alarming around women-owned businesses. When um, we see that women are often rejected for financing two times at the rate of men, and only 4% of of women-owned businesses receive venture capital investment across um, Canadian Canadian, um, private equity funding. So we certainly want to see these trends change by helping remove the roadblocks. And that's really facilitated by the other two pillars of the Scotiabank Women Initiative program, being mentorship and education. With respect to mentorship, this includes access to our dedicated advisory board of bank executive experts through facilitated small group mentoring sessions that we run throughout the country. Uh, And then the third pillar around education is we offer a robust knowledge center and host uh, what we've branded as unmentorship boot camps across the country, Mm -hmm. tailoring our topics to the needs of women entrepreneurs. Um, Those are certainly delivered virtually, of course, in, in, um, in, in light of our current environment. But across the three pillars, I would say Scotiabank Women Initiative really aims to provide female entrepreneurs with the tools and resources to help them not only build, but grow and evolve their businesses with long-term success in mind. Fantastic. And Scotiabank has been a long-standing partner of Startup Canada and our communities and particularly supporting our network of women entrepreneurs. So it's really incredible to see uh, the additional traction and additional support that that you're offering to, to women across the country. Um, in terms of the Scotiabank Women Initiative pivoting during COVID-19, you alluded to this a little bit earlier. Um, how has that pivot gone and what additional supports are in place during COVID-19, particularly for women? Yeah, the, you know, the team behind Scotiabank Women Initiative works tirelessly to bring relevant tools and resources through the expertly curated Knowledge Centre on our website. I, this is really the go-to place where you can find proprietary and sponsored research, learning aids, um, as well as um, our very first podcast series for women entrepreneurs that has been a popular resource uh, to, to our program members. Uh, there's also COVID-19 related uh, tailored support and resources on the site, in particular, addressing the business challenges that have come to the forefront in 2020, including support and advice around how we pivot uh, bricks and mortar business to to digital channels for alternate revenue streams, as well as how we lead and inspire in in remote teams, which has certainly been a big theme coming out out of this year. Mm-hmm. And we are big, big fans of podcasts, obviously, through Thrive and through other initiatives that Scotiabank is supporting, particularly the GoTo, uh, the new podcast series that recently launched. Um, what is this series trying to accomplish and what can our listeners expect if they're tuning in to the GoTo? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like there's a podcast for every Everything. aspect of your life. <laughs> there days, really is. Right? As a new mom, I have certainly gotten on to podcasts mm-hmm. for, for my home life as well. But, um, you know, to share with you, I think the GoTo podcast has been a really exciting collaboration with the Forum for Women Entrepreneurs, a national charity that connects women entrepreneurs across Canada. And the first series contains 13 podcasts that are really focused on entrepreneurship essentials. And what I love about this series is that it brings learnings through sharing the lived experiences and inspiring um, Canadian female 
entrepreneurs, uh, as well as the lived experiences from Scotiabank experts. So uh, I think kind of there's a lot of learnings through storytelling, and the topics are relevant for entrepreneurs at all stages of business. They range anywhere from the importance of branding and marketing to raising capital, uh, to public relations, and as well as scaling for growth. So certainly a lot of variety in that first series of the go-to. Amazing. And what really inspired or sparked um, Scotiabank to launch the GoTo podcast? What was the inception story there, um, especially during all of the uncertainty of COVID? Um, was there a particular problem that you were trying to solve? Yeah, so kind of with the launch of the podcast, what we really wanted to accomplish was bringing accessible, free and tangible tools and resources to women entrepreneurs in Canada. The podcasts have been popular and we recently launched the go-to special edition podcast series to support women entrepreneurs during COVID and beyond, uh, specifically focused on practices to help build resilience into a business. That's certainly a common theme um, that, that we're seeing in 2020. I think, you know, if there's certainly one uncertainty this year it has been that the future is unknown and we don't know what it will hold and as we manage through this within our own situations resiliency is really going to be the big differentiator um, what's been powerful about this special series is the stories of resilience and action from female entrepreneurs whether that be you know shoring up your business in a downturn considering online revenue streams and most critically having the mindset to bounce back from difficult times mm. are themes that resonate in this time of uncertainty with the backdrop of covid hitting all of our businesses regardless of industry sector um, and, and any other differentiators Mm -hmm, absolutely. And I think that is definitely resonating with our Thrive podcast, but in all of the storytelling that we're doing, regardless of medium, you know, we're seeing that in the campaigns we're running, in the programs, many of these core messages, I think we're, we're very attuned to particularly around resilience um, and seeing different demonstrations of that across the entrepreneurship community. Yeah, and, and I would say, you know, it's certainly a buzzword. If, if there could be yes. a, a second buzzword for, for 2020, it would be mindset, right? Mm. And, and we know that those two things go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So shifting mindset to a little bit more on the mental health and self-care side, um, obviously on the Thrive podcast, we hear time and time again um, that the, the pandemic has had a disproportionate effect on women entrepreneurs, particularly around their ability to provide self-care um, and really actively work on their mental health. Um, obviously, this is very top of mind with, with our network. Um, has this been a, a common topic on the Scotiabank podcast as well? How are you navigating those conversations? Yeah, for sure. Definitely a common theme. In fact, one of our most popular podcasts through that special edition um, series has been about the importance of mindset and how mm. now more than ever mindset matters. And I think uh, the need to adapt our mindset for the new reality is what differentiates how we move through adversity and, and into optimism. Mm. And do you have any tips or, or conclusions that were made sort of out of that episode that you might want to share with, with our audience, particularly around well-being during extreme times of uncertainty that we're seeing at the moment? Yeah, you know, a key takeaway for me was really the understanding of the science behind mindset. Uh, mm. You know, when I think about kind of how our brains work, there are deeply rooted pathways in our brain and specifically kind of that primitive part of our brain takes over and is what really serves us as the familiar when we are uncomfortable or feeling threatened or in times of uncertainty. And, and kind of when I think about resilience is really about getting, getting away from what we know and actually starting to consider things differently. Um, you know, we, we do this 
this by creating options and optimism through curiosity. So Mm -hmm. I I found that message from the podcast really resonated with me and asking ourselves how to do something differently versus uh, differently and through options versus just the binary, I can or I can't, it is or it isn't, yes or no kind of Mm -hmm. mindset. And so the key takeaway for me in, in exercising kind of that growth mindset is really getting our brain to consider more than it has before through Mm. a curious and optimistic lens in how we exercise resilience and and adapt our mindset. Fantastic. So Perm, for you personally, um, do you have any feedback on your own experience tied to mindset and work-life balance and this curiosity that you might be um, exploring in your own life? Yeah, you know, this has been an interesting year for me on the personal front as well. I've got a little uh, nine-month-old at home, Mm -hmm. and I I was ready to go back to work kind of a couple months ago when he was about seven months, and, and, you know, well, well, first of all, I would say my mat leave wasn't at all what I had expected it to be, uh, being being in lockdown, so that required a whole mindset shift, Um, you know, being a new mom is isolating on its own in the best of times, and Mm -hmm. and certainly kind of managing through that required me to exercise a a, a different kind of mindset and be optimistic. But, uh, you know, more so in, in kind of how I was preparing myself to return to work, where my work life and home life were all going to be in the same environment. And especially as there was a lot of disruption in both aspects of those um, lives for me, I came into a new role, um, leading the HR function for the Canadian bank, and and certainly kind of managing the home dynamics as being a family of three really required me to exercise that growth mindset and not, not focus so much on the what can or can't I do, but kind of being curious around how do we make things work? How do we figure out a new routine for for morning wake ups and and mm. naps and and managing through through bedtimes between kind of my partner and I? And I would say, you know, the asking the how how do we really helped me be in the right mindset to kind of juggle those priorities as we were shifting through through a lot of that change in, in, in our lives. Mm. Yeah, I think so many people at the moment are going through these these moments of taking lessons that they're learning professionally, adapting them personally, or vice mm-hmm. versa, that we're, I think, learning a lot of uh, challenging lessons, I think, during the pandemic, but hopefully that are going to serve us well in, in the long term and that we can continue to adapt, develop this growth mindset, flexible mindset set that, you know, will will hopefully support our businesses and our approach to how we build businesses in an evolving space. Um, So tremendous potential, but definitely um, a bit overwhelming and a bit challenging uh, during particular parts of of that journey. No, absolutely. And I think this whole concept of work-life integration speaks Mm. to, you know, how do you take learnings and and what you're educating yourself on in in your work life and and bring them into into your home life, right? Like I use Mm. the constant example of feedback, right, where we use it so much in the workplace and so much in business and as entrepreneurs, like getting feedback from our customers, from our employees, from our suppliers. And then, you know, you shift into the space of like, now my partner offers me feedback Mm -hmm. on on things at at home. So it's just really interesting how things, um, how the learnings can be applied in, in all aspects of our lives. Of course. And if you think of one actionable piece of advice, obviously, you know, there's a tremendous amount of resources from um, Scotiabank. And, and from the women's initiatives, um, if you can think of one key piece of advice that entrepreneurs can take away from our conversation or target resources that you would want to point them to, what would those be? Yeah, so I think really going back to my kind of comments at the start of our conversation, it's really thinking about education as that new 
currency in, in this era of disruption. And I encourage all of our listeners to be checking out the Knowledge Center through the Scotiabank Women Initiative to really hone in on those resources that are going to help you move your business in the right direction. And, and know that it's never too early to be curious, right? Mm. There is support available for you no matter what stage your business is at. So I certainly kind of encourage everyone to be curious, check out the resources on the Knowledge Center and find the nuggets nuggets for yourself to be able to apply it into your business. Mm. And just dive right in. I think that's where we see so many women entrepreneurs and a lot of the advice we get on Thrive is you just have to jump in, see what it's like, um, you know, iterate, be comfortable with the uncomfortable, but you have to take that first step. So even if that first step is just gauging what resources are out there, um, that can be incredibly helpful as the foundation of your business continues to evolve. Absolutely. So Perm, can you talk a little bit more about the unmentorship boot camps? You don't hear the idea of unmentorship every day. So I'd love uh, to explain to our listeners a little bit more about that program. Yeah, absolutely. So the end mentorship boot camps where that really came, that idea really came from was around unteaching what conventional norms kind of um, have been thought about around women in business. So, mm. uh, and really thinking about, you know, uh, expanding our networks and, and leveraging the resources that we have around us in other, other female entrepreneurs or, um, or, you know, your banker and making sure that you're kind of surrounding yourself around um, with, with a solid network to be able to uh, bounce ideas, uh, solicit input on kind of on on your business. And and we run these through uh, half day sessions kind of typically was it was across the country in person that certainly pivoted to more virtual state right now. And those are and those are really open to all of our program participants to be able to make connections for their business, hear from bank experts, but also um, hear from entrepreneurs who have um, been able to overcome challenges and, and hear those experiences and be able to apply them for for themselves. Incredible. And the advisory board um, being composed of Scotiabank executives, um, you know, they provide that expertise to women. Um, Can you explain a little bit about that process, what those small group mentorship sessions look like as well? Yeah, so that's really where, um, you know, we have the opportunity to get feedback from program participants on what they would like to discuss. You know, some some of our businesses might be going you know, exporting for the first time. And, and that's where we have the opportunity to kind of bring in our chief economist and, and share uh, insights that are relevant around uh, that specific business topic. Mm-hmm. Um, we certainly kind of have in, within my practice, uh, myself and some colleagues around um, people practices and HR practices, you know, how do you build succession for your business? How do you build um, team engagement? How do you staff up? How do you build basic HR practices? So mm-hmm. well, the concept there with the advisory board is really to take the pra- the expertise that we have in the bank and be able to share that with our customers in a way that we haven't been able to before, not like because it's not always conventional banking products, but mm-hmm. the things that you think about in running a business and how can we leverage the expertise that we have to be able to share that with women entrepreneurs. Fantastic. And for our listeners, women-owned and women-led businesses that are Scotiabank customers are eligible to join the Scotiabank Women Initiative with zero cost, right, Perm? That's absolutely <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Who doesn't love that? Everybody likes a wonderful, high-value, free program. Really incredible. Thank you for joining us this week on the Thrive Podcast, where we help women entrepreneurs to start and build thriving businesses. 
Thank you to the Startup Canada production team, BDC, and Scotiabank for helping us to power women entrepreneurs. Visit startupcan.ca forward slash women to download the playbook Resources for Women Entrepreneurs with a comprehensive list of support for you and your business. Visit startupcan.ca for the latest episodes of the Startup Canada podcast hosted by Rick Spence and plug into the Startup Canada network. Until next time, I'm Kayla Isabel. It's time to thrive.